Hello everyone, Carter here bringing you another episode of Out of the Hourglass presented by Nolan Consulting Group, a podcast dedicated to helping small business owners and contractors visualize their goals, develop their teams, and build sustainable growth so that business operations don't run solely through them. We want to get business owners out of the hourglass. Today's episode features senior NCG coach Andrew Amrine, as well as NCG coach and director of operations Catherine Freeman, continuing their series on levels of work. Being the third episode of the series, this episode revolves around level three. If you haven't had a chance to listen to the first two episodes, you can find them right here on Out of the Hourglass by scrolling back into our previous episodes. As you listen to today's episode, think about the people in your company that might be at level three in certain aspects of their work. Additionally, consider the roles in your company that require level three work to be done properly. Thanks for listening, and as always, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Enjoy the show. Okay, well, thanks, Carter, for that great intro. Uh, this is Catherine Freeman here. I'm with Andrew Amrine. Level Hi, Catherine. Time span extraordinaire. Um, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. We are here on a, a beautiful, sunny winter day, uh, talking about a favorite topic these days in the Nolan Consulting Group, levels of work and time span. It, it's a fascinating uh, topic applied and continuing to learn about it and see it in action. It's, things just start making sense. Right. So we're going we're gonna to hit level three on our podcast today. It's the third in the series. We do have one more on levels of work coming up. Then we're going to do a wrap-up podcast on interviewing techniques. As a reminder, podcast number one was just an outline of the levels of work and an explanation of where this particular theory or discipline came from. Podcast number two got us into level two and the place where many of our businesses have so many of their employees. Uh, Level three is just a little different. It's it's where owners want employees to be and are both uh, trying to promote to or hire for, but have the most difficulty really identifying. Yeah, I hear a, a lot of people, a lot of owners that we work with um, it's, it's in part a place where, where owners say, well, doesn't everybody do that? Like, isn't that it's, it's often intuitive for the owner, um, this idea of creating, uh, but not everybody does it. Um, not everybody can, it's, but it's also the place where, like we said last time where we left off, it's also the place where usually this is what owners want, but aren't hiring for. Right. They're not hiring for, because it is maybe a little bit of that it's fuzzy to them yeah Um, it's intuitive it's it isn't really seen as a different skill or it's it's not recognized in its uniqueness Um, it also completes level three completes the basic business unit so level one level two level three completes a department right so accounting department Uh, production sales this is the the level one level two level three doer supervisor manager level. Right. This is where we find them. It it can be effective to hire somebody from outside the industry because Mm -hmm. they're not doing work of the work, right? 
Yeah, the systems creation, really bringing someone from outside the organization can have a huge benefit here in seeing how other companies have done things. Um, so they, they don't have to have a ton of industry knowledge. Some is, is better than nothing. Um, what they need is the support under them. Go back to the Grand Canyon example. If, if you go to the Grand Canyon, what do you see? You see layers. And if there was a hole in one of those layers, what would happen? Everything would collapse. So often that this role, individuals don't succeed in this role, not because of it was a wrong hire, but because they didn't have the support below them to keep them in the level three role. They, they start doing things that they weren't hired for. And it, it exposes uh, the real need in the organization, which was probably more level two. But again, separating these two roles can be difficult because we think everybody can do it. Doesn't everybody just do that? Doesn't everybody just do that? All right, so, so you talked about the Grand Canyon analogy, but bring us back into some practical examples here. Tell us, tell us about Bob's business and how yeah, Bob so let's, is let's make it. Let's take idea and make it concrete. So last episode, we were talking about Bob's business, whatever Bob does, maybe it's Bobby, Bobby Sue. Uh, <laughs> she, he or she, they were, they were doing one job at a time. They were on the job site. Quality is king. They were there to observe everything. Well, then Bob or Bobby, um, they demand grows. They have more jobs and more crews, and they can't be on the on the job site every day. But when they're not on the job site, quality suffers. Uh, everybody out there can probably identify that. Walk away, and quality suffers. So what did they do? They created procedures and policies. This is where SOPs get created, the checklists. Everybody's got checklists. And when we created SOPs and checklists, everybody, all quality got done. So level, level one is about quality, doing quality work. Level two is about accurate, complete, and on time so that quality can be maintained. All right. So if there are procedures and policies for people to follow, well, somebody had to create them. If, if the level two supervisors, and I'm using that term, so the lifeguards, go back to our lifeguards. So this is the lifeguard at the beach. If the lifeguards are following procedures about when to go rescue someone, when to pull people back from a riptide, when you know, they're looking out for sharks, there are procedures to follow. Okay, so who's creating the procedure? Level two is coming in. The supervisors are saying, okay, what's the system? I'll make sure it gets done. So who created the system? So, well, so that's, level, the, that's level three. For the uninitiated, help us to understand what we mean by system. Because Great. we talk about systems all the time, right? We say, write the system down. But it's... That's a simple statement with a lot of complexity. It is. Let's unpack it. So a system, very simply, is a collection of processes. Level one's doing the work. Level two is supervising the work so that it's accurate, complete, and on time. They have Their processes are being followed. A process is one item. Installing a window properly, following the process to install a window, to frame a closet, to install a roof. There's a process for that. Systems are collections of processes within uh, an area. So 
uh, QuickBooks is a system. Creating invoices is a process in QuickBooks. QuickBooks is a collection of lots of different accounting processes. So back to the analogy, Bob created the systems. If we go back to our, our concrete example, well, Bob was doing level three and level two work at the same time. He was, he had more job, he couldn't be on job sites. So he was running around creating systems and checklists for the next supervisor to follow. But that the next supervisor didn't create the systems, they're following the systems. That creating process was level three thinking. It was looking farther out and documenting if this is if these jobs are going to be accurate, complete, and on time, we've got to follow these processes. So this is this is where we tend to take this for granted. We tend to think, well, doesn't everybody? So we hire a field supervisor or a sales manager or something or or a level two role. And they say, okay, what system are we following? I'll make sure it gets followed. And the owner says, uh that's why I hired you. And the supervisor looks back and says, what? Like, I, I, I make sure I follow the systems. Like, what's the system? Give me the system. I'll follow it. Right, right. So level three is, is about collecting the processes together into a production manager or operations manager. An operations manager is overseeing lots of different processes so that work, all the work in the department is efficient, consistent, and predictable. I can now predict what our revenue is going to be at the end of the month before the month is done. Because if all the processes are followed, we should complete all these jobs by the end of the month. So I'm now, now judging the role based more on, in one way, based more on the crew than the job. Level one, it's all about the job, the work, the work, the task, the task. Supervisors are running around jobs, jobs, jobs. How many jobs do I got? How many jobs? I got this job. I got that job. And I talk, you know, owners, not to be too tough, but a lot of owners I, I talk to, they talk in, in terms of jobs. I got jobs. Right. I got a job I'm doing here. I got a job I'm doing there. And my question to them is, so how full are your crews? Well, yeah, I got jobs, 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 jobs. I got jobs. But how full are your crews? How far out are your crews booked? That's a major switch. Right. Thinking about crews, right? Right. And I think, you know, you we on a coaching level, we all can mm -hmm. probably identify the moment where the businesses that we're coaching have shifted right? You can, you can tell, and typically it's because a, a person capable of making level three decisions is hired. And now like, there's like, oh my gosh, everybody can breathe. Um, it's the point where people start using the production forecaster. So that, that's absolutely. a tool we have, but when they start absolutely. using the production forecaster. So the other, the other aspect here is I'm, I'm pulling back and I'm, it's not that I'm, it's not that I'm taking jobs for granted, and so here's where level three managers, and I'm using that term purposefully, here's where the manager gets pulled down into supervising. And I think maybe lots of people listening can identify with that, that they've hired a leader, but they keep getting sucked down into jobs. 
that's that's the level two, level three difference. And if you're going to have a level three thinker, you've got to have the support underneath it to keep them in that level three role, to keep them yes. up in the level yes. three role. So yes. we're moving from jobs, jobs, jobs to now the cruise or the production plant. I'm no longer worried about trucks. I'm worried about like if Ford Motor Company, trucks coming off the plant. Now I'm worried about the plant itself. What's my capacity in the plant? So I'm moving from jobs to crews. I'm also moving from day to day to monthly. And so more and more of my goals are around a time frame, around are based on time. How did we do for the month as opposed to how do we do on this job? Supervisors are running around going, we did good on this job, we did good on that job. You know, a job goes bad and everybody starts freaking out. But the level, the level three thinker is saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, we've got 20 jobs going on. Like this, this one can be okay because all of these others are okay. Like right. let's look at the whole month. So think of um, with some of our, our newer members, our, our new member workshop, the first ascent workshop. This is one of the things we talk about is think of a month as a job cost. So I've got 20 jobs, put them all together. And so this level three becomes more about a time frame than an individual job. Right. So where do we go wrong, Andrew? I mean, we've, we've all been there, but where do we go wrong? Yeah, I, I think the major things are um, are the the lack of support underneath where we thought we were hiring a thinker. They're going to be, you know, part mostly in the office, maybe half in no, the office. We didn't hire a thinker. We promoted a doer, a doer. <laughs> yeah. And they, there wasn't enough support underneath them. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly, the, the, the other side of the coin is we, we promoted, right. What you just said, we promoted the level two, the doer who's worried about jobs, 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 jobs. And we're asking them now to focus on the entire production system. And there, they keep going down to just jobs. I got jobs, I got jobs and nobody's thinking about, or all of a sudden we don't have enough employees or all of a sudden, um, we don't have the right equipment. Um, so let's go back to Bob, uh, Bob's business. So he moved, he, he created all these processes and now he's stepping back. So he's, he's running around controlling jobs and materials aren't ordered on time. Now there's, there's lots of jobs going on. Bob's running around, he's created processes for things. So everybody's running the process but materials aren't arriving on time. Crews are using different equipment, achieving different results in different situations. There aren't enough people. Crews go unscheduled. All of a sudden, somebody's got no work next week. Scopes are maybe unclear. Um, materials are being ordered from different places. So there's different, there's different prices happening. Those are system-oriented things. Now that I've, the job, the the I have processes in place, so jobs, the quality is being achieved, oversight is happening. Now I have to pull back level three and say, okay, are we all using the same pricing? Are we ordering the same products? Do we have a system in place for equipment? Do I have enough people for next month? Right. Do I have equipment for next month? 
You know, this is where uh, a lot of the businesses that we've coached, you know, in the past that we might be coaching now might say, I need a field manager, an operations manager, a CFO. They're going to solve all the problems, right? They're going to solve all the problems because we are hiring a uh, executive level person in who's just going to fix everything. That's just not necessarily the case. Like you're, you know, it's a, it's a bandaid because we haven't really If you analyzed. don't have the support structures in place to keep the person in that role, I, I would say this is probably the more common mistake is we hired someone thinking they would fix these system issues. Everybody, somebody's got to decide, okay, what materials are we using? Where are we ordering it from? And then make sure everybody's ordering the same stuff. I mean, there's probably people listening that they're getting lumber from different stores and, and the, the site supervisors or the crew leaders have their favorite uh, store. And so they're going, so some people are, for the painters out there, some people are getting Ben Moore, some people are getting Sherwin-Williams and three months later, we find out every crew is using different materials. That's a level three decision. Somebody's got to communicate that. So in your example, we're hiring a production manager but there's a production manager and foreman and there's nobody in between to communicate to the production manager, our job's going okay. The, the production manager has to go to the job sites themselves to see what's going on. And so that's wasting their time. They don't have, they don't have time to stay in that level three role. So system, it's the systems breaking down. Right not necessarily any one individual process. It's connecting all the, all the processes together into one system, one unified system, so that all the crews are following this, the same steps. And oh. again, that time frame thing, there's an, the right equipment, enough equipment, there's the right number of employees, the crews have the right number of people on them. So you are you are you that was my question right there time frame. So what is the time span for a level 3 thinker? How how what would we expect them to be? The level 3 is, level 3 is about staying in the, at least the monthly level, monthly and quarterly. So right. a, a level 3 needs to hand off the job folders to a supervisor and say, "Okay, I've I've got everything set. Here are the job folders." And they and the supervisor takes now the weekly planning from there. So the ordering of materials, you know, that if depending on how long that takes, if it's longer than a week, then probably the operations man, like cabinets, you know, cabinets and doors, all kinds of constru uh, construction components are taking months to get. So anything that's within a week, that so the pre-job site visit, sequencing the job, you know, assigning sometimes assigning a crew, that's the field, that's, that can be the supervisor. You can hand that off and they can take care of the week to week. And that keeps, if I'm the production manager, that keeps me in the level three role. I'm now continuously looking at next month and I've, I've got to hand off the, the, the job, the thinking of the job and the execution of the job. I've got to hand it off to somebody. Right, Andrew, got to hand it off. I struggle with it. We all struggle with it. <laughs> right? You know, part of it, part of, I'll go back to that. I'll, I'll have my own weaknesses. I'm, I'm transparent about it. You're, you're right at pointing it out. 
the when you a growing business is constantly in the mode of creating stuff which is why i think a lot of owners take it for granted that everybody well we just create we're always creating well when someone comes from a larger company to a smaller company or from the corporate world to the small business world that's a major culture shock there is no creating i remember when i was working I was doing sales for Pella Windows. It was a very established company, had many processes in place. I wasn't creating anything. I was following procedures. So this idea of creating can be culture shock for people. If you don't have the right uh, capability in place, we're looking for a specific type of thinking. Right. Getting better at quality, level one, won't teach you how to coordinate work, level two getting really great at coordinating work, following procedures, won't teach you how to unify a system. Lots of different processes won't teach you how to think farther out and think about next month. Right, this is where having you know a, a clear idea of who, you know, maybe working on an IDP with somebody, having mm -hmm. a clear idea of the people on your team that you might see developmentally improving within the organization and challenging them with projects or so that you can get a sense, can they actually make that transition from level two to level three thinking? Yeah, here's, here's where the descriptors that Tom Foster and Elliot Jacks, the creators of this, developers of this, um, where I really love them. Someone in a level one role and a, I'll, I'll reiterate, it's not the person. This is not a level right? person. Being it careful is, to say level two decisions, level It's two. all about the work, the type right? of work they're doing. So if they're doing level one work, then their focus is quality. And I would say to someone, listen, your job is to produce what you're doing at a quality level that achieves the standards of the business. Your human thinking, the thinking you're doing, the problem solving needs to be around, have I achieved that? Can I achieve it? Can I not? Am I, am I achieving the quality standard? Level two, the human thinking that we're hiring, the real work that we're hiring for, the human thinking is around um, accurate, complete, and on time. There's a universe of things to worry about. But when I, when I can focus an individual doing level two work on here, let's reduce the universe. You don't have to worry about all these hundreds of things. There are three things you need to worry about. The human thinking, the human work, is is it is it accurate is it complete did we do we do what we said we were going to do accurate do we not do anything we we didn't say we were going to do is it complete we didn't miss anything and are we going to do it on time now the level two needs to know the, the level one person is reporting up yes this achieves the quality standard we're done the supervisor can review it the field supervisor needs to know that so the field supervisor can report up to the manager, this is accurate, complete, and on time. We the all of the job that I oversee, or the two jobs or three jobs that I'm overseeing, are accurate, complete, and on time. We will finish on time. And so, if you have two or three field supervisors reporting that information, let's say each field supervisor has four or five crews, that information flows up to the production manager to know if things are efficient, predictable, and consistent. So each level 
has a has a specific layer of information to communicate up. And then the level three, well, well, I'll preview next week. Level three is reporting up. Yes, Catherine, to to our let's pretend you're the general manager. I'm going, yes, we are my my department is efficient, consistent, and predictable. Here's our results. And level four is now integrating the departments together across an entire workflow. But right. level three, the, what level three loses sleep over is, am I efficient, consistent, and predictable? You know, so we've just our, invented something. Wait a minute. This is yeah. the opposite of cascading communication, right? This is this is about keeping the you know ownership and leadership informed so that they can appropriately cascade information down. What do I need to know, right? It's the Grand right? Canyon. Every layer has to support the other layer and every layer is important. Right. Do I need to know what needs to get reported up? I communicate vision down, results get reported up. And it if you can focus on what specifically am I supposed to be reporting? And one of the things I love, again, one of the things I love about this sort of school of thought is I can clearly define what I need to know. Right. At, at each level. It's, yeah. It's, it's important for us to hit that this is not about volume size, right? The, the struggles mm -hmm. that we're talking about, this is not, you know, a one or two or $3 million business struggle. This is about a 10, a 15, a $20 million business struggle. If we can't, you know, we, we, can, we could have a business that's struggling to make it from a 10 mm -hmm. to $15 million level because the type of work that they're doing um, is level one work. And we don't have thinkers making that, is it efficient, predictable, consistent? Can, can we forecast the number of people that we need to do the work? All, of, all an owner would need to ask is, are materials arriving on time? Does everybody have the right amount of equipment? Are there enough people and the right people on cruise? Are, are any crews going unscheduled? If those things are breaking down, that's level three stuff. That's efficient. That's about efficient, consistent, predictable. So whatever size you're at, if those things are breaking down, then we need, we need to figure out, we need to get a role around level three thinking. Now, maybe... If it is a smaller company, maybe there's lots of other things they can do too. We need to look at, okay, where can this fit into the organization? Who's doing this thinking? But this is the, the thinking, the human work, the human problem solving that needs to happen. If these are the things that are breaking down, generally speaking, people are following processes. We're achieving quality results, but people are using different materials. Things aren't getting delivered on time. The crews aren't quite as, as ideal as they should. Some crews have lots of craftsmen. Some crews have lots of apprentices. Some crews don't have enough people. Uh, individuals are constantly being switched around. Those, those are level three problems. And you right. can't level two thinking, not that you can't promote, but you can't immediately take someone in a level two role and automatically expect that they're going to do level three stuff because you can't learn level three by getting better at level two. 
It's a new way of thinking. Right. And so, you know, we're going to do a whole podcast on interviewing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think let's, you you said something there, like, you know, promoting people. I wonder how many businesses, business owners out there are in the habit of interviewing people that they've got on their staff for new roles. They're just observing and saying, yeah, that, that person can Mm -hmm. do the job. No problem. Um, But what should we be listening for when we're sure, they, they can do this so they ought to be able to do that the the idea of transferable and so the beauty of this the genesis of this whole podcast was why do people fail when they're promoted why why are there certain points where people fail and certain skills aren't transferable so there are certain points where the type of thinking changes and i I, the, the person either has the capability or, or I can help them learn it, but it's not transferable. Just because they're doing that well doesn't mean they can do this well. So as a result, um, you're looking, this type of thinking, if, if you're listening, it's if then, if I do this, then I can't do that, weighing alternatives, um, choosing alternative paths. You know, if, if I, if we give all the estimates, we give all the big estimates to this sales rep, then I, we got to, what are we going to do with this other sales rep? Or if we hire in a, if we hire a payables clerk, I can offload this, but that means I have, I have to do that. If we, if we choose uh, 83 lumber as our primary vendor then I'm going to have to deal with the fallout from these site supers because they like, you know, Home Depot or, or what have you. Weighing of the if-thens and different pathways. So let's go back to the, to the going to San Francisco. Are we flying or are we um, driving? In this, in this case, if we're driving, well, the level three would pick the route. We're going Route 66 or we're going, I don't know, whatever the other, I think it's 70. We're taking 70, we're taking route 66. And then I'd have to hand it to my supervisors and say, okay, here's the path. You guys pick the hotels and, or maybe I'll, you know, I can lay out here are the places we want to stop. You guys go make it happen. And they're following procedures so that they pick the right hotel. They use the right rental company, all the day-to-day stuff. They use, they use, they use the credit card they don't go to Ruth, Ruth Chris steakhouse. They, you know, they go to some other steakhouse, but they're, they're following the procedures to get it done. The level three chose the path. Right. Right. Um, that makes, that makes sense. It does. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. And it, you know, so it's, how it, it, let me, let me flip it around. So in your role as GM, you know, I love talking about this uh, your role uh, as GM where were you weighing alternatives, choosing a direction, and then at some point you handed it off to the supervisor? So the children's book section or the music section right. or whatever you were you were choosing a direction and saying, "Okay, go execute, go make this happen." Can you think of anything? Well, you put you? me on the spot there, Andrew. I did. Um, you know, I think there were probably, well, you know, first your your point about being in a, a large business, you know, that that certainly resonates here. Part of what we, what I did as a general manager was work predictable systems, make sure that everything was efficient, 
Um, and so I was given a system to then hold my team accountable to, which really is pretty helpful. Um, but yeah, I mean, even within, you know, there were microcosms of work there. So um, if we've got a big Harry Potter event, it's going to be at midnight. I've got to make the decision about uh, what's going to happen. It's going to happen on this day. And then I leave it to my children's department manager to make sure that we've got the right number of people on board and that the books are going to be displayed displayed well. And then I leave it to the cafe manager to make sure that we've got adequate, you know, food and drinks for what will amount to a huge party. And then I leave it to my asset manager to make sure that we're appropriately protected from, you know, people walking out from the book because they're just so excited. You're not um, doing the work, but you're laying out the path no. to make this happen. Right. Uh, and and that's there, also hard. And I struggle with that. I struggle with part of it being selfish. Part of it is I want to, I want to know that I'm carrying my weight that to do those. I want to be the doer. I want to plan and be the doer and you got to let go of the doing. And that sometimes that is something that people struggle with is they're not actually letting themselves be in a level three role and yes. letting others execute. And, you know, it's kind of like being voluntold, you know, you're, yeah. I voluntold you to do this. This is our plan. You go do it. And you yeah. know, that, that's what level three is about. And so people have to know how to do that and be, yeah. be comfortable with it. You know, and that's, I mean, that is then, uh, I mean, you know, thinking about that on a business owner perspective or any kind of a leader in an organization, I mean, you, you make the room in what you do, you know, you find the little moments of joy, um, when we're planning on the grand summit, I'm not making decisions about what our meals are going to be. Uh, but I do like to look at the menu and talk it over with people <laughs> because that's fun and it provides me with a little bit of uh, joy. Um, but a, you do. A paint you have example. To yeah, a paint example in this would be uh, boom lifts. There's only so many boom lifts, and the field supervisors are barking over who gets the boom lift. Who decides? Yeah. Who's got the authority to decide there? It's it's the the crew leaders and the field supervisors are going to advocate for their teams, jobs, 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 jobs. My jobs, my jobs. I need those. I need that boom lift. My jobs. It's the level three production manager that's piecing together. Well, okay, that's right. You guys, all three of you, field supervisors, ought to be advocating for your teams. But this is how. You get it first, you get it second, you get it third, go execute. Somebody's got to make the call. That's Somebody does have to make the call. That's level three. That's the production manager. Is That's an example of creating a pathway. Well, Andrew, this has just been so much fun. I, you know, I, I look forward to these uh, conversations. We've got one, well, we've got two more levels that we're going to combine into one call. So one more level oriented call. And then of course, as I mentioned, it's gonna, we're gonna wrap up with some interviews, techniques. Um, but you said something earlier about what level four is all about in the absence of level four. And I feel like as a peek into what our next call might look like. Yeah, uh, it's where the work is really changing here. Level three and level four and level five are the work is changing and it 
it isn't day-to-day output that's the issue. So I, there is some scratching of heads like, well, I don't understand. What does the manager do? They're not doing anything. Well, they're not doing the jobs. That's job thinking. Jobs, 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 jobs. But what the work that the level three is doing is making sure that materials are all being ordered from the same, all the things we talked about. And so that's, that is, that's, core, that's uh, planning work. If things don't break down, the manager is doing their role. Um, so in the abs, so now level four moving up, so that level level three is accountable for um, efficient, consistent, predictable. Level four is accountable for integrating. In the absence of level four, intangible vision is not getting translated into concrete goals. Intangible vision does not get translated into concrete goals. So what does that look like? An owner is running around casting their vision. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to be. And the other people are going, okay, yeah, that's great. But I, my, I need, need to get materials. How, how are we getting materials again? Like my crews aren't full. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your vision three years. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what about my cruise? Vision is intangible. It's a pie in the sky. It's, it's strategic thinking. I'm a, a level three responsible. I'm, I, I should say that differently. I'm in a level three role doing level three work. I'm a human being. I'm doing level three work. And my focus is on concrete, tangible things. I got it. Like my crews need to be full. I love like your vision is wonderful, but I need work for next, for next month. I need to hit my goals. Level four is translating. Well, with that as a teaser for our next call, we're going to wrap it up today. Um, Thanks again, Andrew. Really, it is it is a lot of fun to talk about I, these things. I appreciate and, the opportunity to talk. And about every it. time I every time I we do this, I I think of more opportunities for for myself as a coach to have conversations with the people that we work with to say, really, this is this is going to be helpful. So you bet. So just to just to reiterate, level one is is losing sleep over quality. Level two work is losing sleep over accurate, complete, and on-time jobs. Level three thinking is losing sleep about, is my whole department efficient, consistent, and predictable? Thanks for listening to this episode. Out of the Hourglass is recorded and produced by the team at Nolan Consulting Group a nationwide business consulting firm with coaches located around the country. Have a question, comment, or idea for future episodes? We'd love to hear from you. Visit our website, www.nolancg.com.